maybe what you wanted to talk about was how I'm going to change my voice for this episode. Oh, yes, I did. That was it. That was the thing I was forgetting. Joey's going to speak like Optimus Prime. In a world where only the humans... <laughs> I don't know. What does he say? Something, something, all spark. <laughs> it's always about the all spark. And when you look he up... He won't shut up about the all spark. You'll know we were there watching. Cue a Linkin Park song. Yeah, you've got some work to do, I think, on bringing it down a couple thousand octaves. <laughs> my, my voice doesn't go super duper low. Yeah, it doesn't go low. So it's breaking like up. Mine. I hit the fry. Yeah. I hit the vocal fry. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Then it's all done. It's all over at that point. It's over. Hey, bro, it's Shirley Bruce. And begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of And the Winner Is. We are your hosts. I'm Joey. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast about things we like. Today's episode is all about the 90s toys. So it'll be very nostalgic for the millennials, the parents of millennials, <laughs> basically anyone who is a millennial or older, Yeah, Gen Z, maybe you're out of luck. But, but I, can... I would be surprised if you were listening, quite honestly. <laughs> if you're Gen Z and you're listening, I want to know why. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got one overrated before we start. Oh, we're just firing, firing on all cylinders right oh, now. We're f- yeah. I'm firing. Okay, let's, let's hear it. You ready for it? Yes. Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, the only time an Etch-a-Sketch was cool was in, was in the movie Elf. Oh, yeah. Awesome in the movie Elf. But otherwise, it's one of those things that I always would... Every time I see an Etch-a-Sketch, I do want to pick it up, admittedly. And then after about <laughs> two minutes, I realize that I'm not doing anything except drawing squiggles and, like, spending way too much time trying to draw something that just does, that looks terrible. I could do, like, a staircase. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, I don't want to go back over the lines and spend all this time. It was not fun. It's just, yeah. It's mostly you, just frustrating and it's just upsetting. A, it's futile. It's frustrating. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. So, Etch-a-Sketch is not on my list. I do have two things that I also would like to note. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kept board games off of my list because we did a board game board game episode before, um, and so I thought I would stick strictly to toys. Oh, yeah. I kept uh, video game systems off mine. Okay. I was wondering if you would. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one is I didn't include Barbie because I didn't feel like she was a true 90s toy. Oh, why not? Uh, because she started in like She's the timeless. Fo- She started in the 40s. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but I mean, I support Barbie. In all of her endeavors, <laughs> she's had every You're job on the fan. planet. I'm yeah. a huge Barbie fan. There's yeah. no doubt that I played with a million Barbies yeah, yeah. during the 90s. But so I did leave her off. So I'm not slighting her. <laughs> she's just, yeah, she's timeless, as you said. So I think there's another one on. I, okay, I'll say this. Yeah. I looked at a couple of different lists of 90s toys and. I think most of the lists that I was looking at were like these were popular because they like started in the 90s or came around in the 90s, but some were from other decades too, but they were still super, super popular in the 90s. I see, okay. So I think I might have something that's kind of like Barbie, but not quite as timeless. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. You want to start us off? I sure can. Awesome. So I'll start with my my timeless, not so much like Barbie, (laughs) uh, which is uh, my number five is Trolls. Ooh, so trolls, you're a big trolls fan. I love, I do. I really like trolls. They're super ugly, uh, but I love them. They've got the neon hair that stands straight up. I'm pretty sure I had a few different types of trolls, but the best kind was the one that had the jewel as the belly button. 
Do you know? No, no. You don't? No, I don't know any. I didn't know there were... I, did you have trolls? Ab- no, absolutely not. You didn't have any trolls? No, no. Not even the ones that you brought to sports games? I don't even know what that means. So yeah. <laughs> so they would they would sell trolls that wear your <laughs> sports team jersey. And oh, it was typically fun. like baseball games. Okay. So you would bring like so I would I had a Twins troll or mm. maybe it was my brothers. It was somebody in the families, but we brought it to the Twins games. And you would like put them in your pocket. It was like best if you had like a, sh- a pocket on your shirt. Yeah. And he would face out like when the twins were at bat as like good luck. And then you would turn him around. So he like faced your body <laughs> when the other team was at bat. I think it was when they were at bat. And it was like he was turning his back on the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, so, I like that. Um, sports. Sports trolls. I'm all about the sports. I'm surprised that, yeah, yeah, I'll have to show you pictures of, there. it's just like a troll with like lime green hair would sometimes have, instead of a belly button, it would just be like a lime green jewel, like <laughs> in the belly button. Very sexy. Um, so trolls are magical beings. I love them, but I, I don't really know what I did with trolls. Like, I don't know that I spent a lot of time playing with them. Yeah. So that's why they're my number five. Yeah, you but can't they, move them. They do make me smile, but it's like, if I'm playing with Barbies, like, the trolls don't really integrate very well. No, they're very different categories (laughs) of toys. So, they were not not at the Barbie pool party. (laughs) (laughs) And the movies you are huge into. Oh, yeah. Those, I feel like they're very different types of trolls, though. Oh, okay. Because they're, like, colorful singing trolls. Like, I'm talking, like, the the classic trolls with just the... (laughs) Yeah, just, I know. The stubby bodies. Your standard trolls. They were like this weird tan color. I'm not really sure what color they were. (laughs) It was like not quite brown. Troll color. Troll. They were troll colored. (laughs) Yeah. And they were always naked for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number five is Stretch Armstrong. Oh, yep. Do you know Stretch Armstrong? I don't remember having one in my house. Yeah. But I saw it on the list. Yeah. So Stretch Armstrong. Oh, you saw it on the list? It's on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stretch Armstrong was this big uh, action figure, like very large compared to a regular action figure, probably like a foot tall. That's how I remember it, at least. And the upper torso and arms were filled with, I don't know, little beads, basically. Um, And the arms were made of some type of really stretchable rubber material. And you would <laughs> stretch him, I guess. You would stretch his arms and see how far you could pull his arms apart. And I remember going to... Could he um, eventually break? I'm sure he probably could. I was never strong enough to make it happen, though. I remember... Even with your guns? <laughs> even like with, your big, with these arms. Joey's mom always talks about how... Oh, no, no, no. She brought him to the doctor as a baby, and he was just like... The doctor would rave about how he was oh. the strongest baby. He had these big biceps. He was just a bicep baby. The doctor wasn't wrong. <laughs> the doctor wasn't wrong, but I just... I feel like that story has... I hear it quite frequently. Mm. Strong baby. Strong baby. I was a strong baby, <laughs> and I'm still strong baby. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Well, I was going to say, I, uh, I, I I got a Stretch Armstrong for Christmas. I was at my grandparents' house, and I remember I stretched it across the entirety of the kitchen. Wow. Pretty far. That's quite far, I'm assuming. Yeah. It was a, it was, a normal-sized yeah, kitchen. Yeah, you know, a regular-sized kitchen. A fair, it was a fair-sized <laughs> kitchen, but uh, nothing to scoff at. <laughs> 
was pretty pretty impressive. It was it a could ga- break it a galley style kitchen like we have now. Mm, it was more like open kitchen, so it was kind of kitchen into dining room. Oh, the entirety of the kitchen into the dining wow. room. Wow, it was, it was more open. That's very interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. Okay. My number four is Marble Run. Ooh, love. Marble, marble run, run was so much fun. I think this was like a later 90s addition to our household, perhaps, or maybe even early 2000s, but I know it was popularized in the 90s, so I included it. And if you don't know Marble Run, it was basically like building Legos, but you were building like these tunnels with like little bridges and slides and all of these different things and then there was a funnel at the top that you would put on top once you were done building it and then you would drop the marble in and it would marbles would go down marbles would go down and it was down the ramps and it was super fun because sometimes you would do two funnels at the top and then like we would race marbles so good i i I would still (laughs) love to play with those today i know i was thinking about a couple of these things where i'm like you know I could spend an hour or two with this. (laughs) I could, I could, yeah. Like some of this, I think, would be super therapeutic for me. Marble Run, I don't know if it would be therapeutic, but it would just be fun, and it would probably take like way less time than I remember it taking. I remember it taking forever to build it, and now I'm sure it was probably about twenty minutes. (laughs) Yes, yes. But Marble uh, Run, classic choice. Yeah. That one was super fun because it wasn't the same every time. You could get creative with it. Uh, so it wasn't like a troll doll. Yeah, were you a bigger fan of Legos, Connects, or Marble Run? Um, well, I mean, I I really liked Legos. My oh, brother, yeah. my brother was huge, huge into Legos. All of those building, all all building things, you great. really can't go wrong. Yeah. But like, the, my issue with Legos was I don't like to follow like instructions. Yeah. And so Marble Run was good for me because you didn't need instructions. And I guess you don't technically with Legos, but if you want to build something cool besides like a house with four walls, like you're not going to get very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? You just made me realize. So my number, can I can I share? Of my, course. My original number four was going to be the the OG Super Soaker. Oh, Super Soakers with are the, great. With the, it was like a yellow Super Soaker with a green bottle. Yes, like the lime green bottle. Yes, yep. I think it was the Super Soaker Twenty Five. <laughs> Now that was, you know, when I, when we were ten or what something. What does that even mean? <laughs> exactly, it's nothing. <laughs> but by the time we were like fifteen, like five years later, they were already up to like Super Soaker XXL two thousand five hundred. And they were like backpacks. They and were you backpacks. had like water tanks in the backpacks, and you were like changing out cartridges <laughs> and like insane. absolutely like decimating people in your neighborhood. Yes, you're yeah, you're master chief. <laughs> Um, but now you've got me wondering, maybe, uh, Playmobil. Do you remember Playmobil? Mm-mm. Playmobil was like a different, it was a different type of Lego. Less buildy and more, um, make-believe, I guess. That sounds fun. Yeah, and we, I, we had this, um, this kind of Oregon Trail style, um, city on a hill type of vibe for <laughs> our Playmobil and I just remember setting them up for hours. It was the type of thing that you set up for hours getting ready to play. Mm-hmm. And then you go to play and the playing, quote unquote, takes five minutes. It's like, like the yeah, Sims. this isn't that fun. I just kind of liked setting it all up. I was like, that's how I feel about the Sims. <laughs> like, I just want to build the house. You want to build the house. You and don't want to see them live. I don't want to like control them. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to feed them. I don't want to, you know, exercise yeah. them. Just build the house. Just build the house. Yeah. Use that rosebud. Yep. 
That was the cheat code, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like rosebud semicolon, semicolon, <laughs> semicolon or something. Okay. Have you done... Where are you? Did you do your number four? That was four? my number four, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, my number three is Plato. Oh, yeah. Come on. And this is one of the ones that I could use right now. Mm. I just feel like Plato would be super therapeutic. I, I liked Plato because there was a lot of different things you could do with it. You get super creative. There were like no instructions to Plato. The look of Plato is so satisfying. Just seeing Plato in a tub. Also, the smell is kind of attractive to me. <laughs> it's you enjoy the smell. Well, I remember enjoying the smell. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the last time I interacted Smelled with Plato. Play-Doh. It's probably really nasty. But I do remember also growing up, we would make Play-Doh at home. My mom knew how to make Play-Doh. That's interesting. I know. And like thinking back on it, it was like really smart of her because instead of just like buying Play-Doh, I I think we had like store-bought Play-Doh too, but instead of just buying it and giving it to us, it would like take more time. Like we were more occupied by like having to make it and you like heat it. I don't know exactly how you make it, but you make it on the stove. You like heat it up. It's probably flour. Flour? I don't, I don't know. know. It's, I mean, me. it's like dough something. <laughs> and then we'd have um, like food coloring and then we could make it whatever color we wanted. Yeah. It was really fun. We should make Play-Doh sometime. Truly edible. Did it ever, does it look edible to you? It, it, it looks edible. It looks very but edible But I to don't me. want to eat it. Yes. I was never somebody that ate the Play-Doh. Yeah, but I will admit right now that it <laughs> it looks g- like you could looks eat like it. Looks like cookie dough. It looks like cookie dough. It yeah. sure doesn't taste like. I bet it's really, really salty. Oh yeah. Um, but play doh was very fun. I also one of my favorite things was like sticking it in the thing where you squeezed it out the end and it looked like spaghetti. Oh yeah, that was fun. Super satisfying. Super satisfying. But also play doh is like kind of gross when you think about it because you're like touching it with your hands. And like little kid hands are so disgusting. And then you <laughs> just because they're covered in everything. Stick it back into a tub, and then you take it out and play with it later. It's like you can't disinfect oh, play doh. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that you never think about as a kid. Well, no, of course not. Yeah. Maybe you do now. Oh, sure, I would now. Poor, poor. I'd be children. like everybody gets their own play doh. Nobody's touching my play doh. It's disposable play doh. Maybe everyone's going to start making it at home mm. in the daycares, bringing in their own play doh. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. All right, my number three. Beanie Babies. <laughs> I, I I like Beanie Babies. Yeah, did it make your top five? No, it didn't. I can't believe Beanie Babies is on my top five. Beanie Babies are awesome. I just remember our family, maybe it was my sister, I can't remember. I just feel like we had a bunch of Beanie Babies. I don't even remember, <laughs> honestly, being that into Beanie Babies. I just remember wanting them and wanting to get them like it was such there was such a huge fad and like there was this weird like value system on them for for like a year or two where yeah. some of them were worth so much if you could get your hands on one of the some of them are super are worth so much right now like even the today wow princess diana bear one which i, I have bear. in this house right now really yes so i my parents moved a couple of years ago now and they like downsized so much but my mom did keep like a bag of beanie babies and was like i don't know if you want these but there were a couple like like the new millennium bear i'm pretty sure i kept i kept a bunch of the bears and i think i've got a couple other ones um where did you get into the teeny beanie babies like did you become obsessed with going to mcdonald's to mcdonald's yes teeny beanie babies yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i remember my neighbor Lindsay munson 
who I have not thought about in a very long yeah, time, yeah. but her mom would go to like the, all the McDonald's in the area and just like ask them which Beanie Babies wow, they would that's have. that's dedication. Which teeny Beanie Babies. I have another Beanie Baby story. And then I had another friend in elementary school. I'm not going to name them because sure. I actually can't remember their last name right okay, now. Okay. But And we haven't talked in years. But they had, she had, her mother bought a, like all of the Beanie Babies. Like every single Beanie Baby. They were very well off. Okay. And put them in like this giant tub in the basement. And that was like their payment for doing chores. Like, so after two weeks of doing chores or a week of doing chores, you could go down to the tub and you could pick a you new, pick beanie, a baby. new beanie baby. Wow. And I remember thinking, like, how do I get a tub of beanie babies in my basement? <laughs> I want a tub of beanie babies. I know. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. I couldn't even believe it. Maybe she made that up. But, like, that seems like a weird thing to make up. Yeah, that you wouldn't. Especially that when you're like, how old were you? Like fourth or fifth grade when they became super popular? Yeah, I'm not sure. We had a. Uh, I had a good friend that also had just a ton of Beanie Babies. What we would do is uh, we would go to his house. A bunch of guys would go over to go over to his house. We would shut off all of the lights. We'd we'd have um, some Beanie Babies <laughs> on one side of. The, oh no, no! What we would do is we'd put all the Beanie Babies in the middle of the basement. It's like dodgeball. And yes, but in the dark, <laughs> we would turn off the lights and we'd say three, two, one, go. And people from each side would run towards the middle to get as many babies as beanie babies as possible <laughs> and throw them at each other in the dark, basically until somebody got hurt <laughs> and like one side conceded. That sounds like that sounds right for <laughs> boys. Oh man, gosh, that was so fun. Yeah, beanie babies were awesome. You're right about the value system though, because it's like I remember some were like five bucks. Just like the random crab or like yeah. the frog or <laughs> Just something. Just standard crab. Yeah, but I remember when I bought the Princess Diana bear, it was up north, like near my cabin in like a small little store. And I remember she was like 17 or $18. And when I was in like fifth grade or however old I was, I was like, oh man, like 17 or $18 for this beanie baby. Whoa. Like that's like four times the price of a normal beanie baby. Yeah. And I... I would like to think that I bought it, but I'm sure my dad did. But then it's also like, then fa then you fast forward like three or four months, and then all of a sudden, some of those Beanie Babies were like $300. I know. It was like a constant state of Christmas low supply. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Christmas frenzy, but for two years. When it was like nonsensical, like which ones were expensive and which ones yes. weren't. Yes. But the best part about the Beanie Baby was obviously the poem. Oh, yeah, the poem's You great. know, within the little the little thing. Yeah, I kind of miss that Beanie Baby craze. I would be okay with that coming back. Bring them back. Bring, Bring them, back. them back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two is the Light Bright. Oh, man. Totally forgot about the Light Bright. That should be on mine, too. I definitely had a Light Bright, and I definitely played with it quite a bit. I love the Light Bright. Yeah, I... Again, I like the like the free play types of things yeah, yeah. where I don't have to follow directions. But what was nice with the light bright was you were given like sheets of paper that you could stick on the light bright and then create um, like a scene a pattern, yeah. or you could just do whatever you wanted. Yeah, I often spelled my name. I like, did a big old J. Yeah, <laughs> there's something truly magical about the light bright where I, I think it, it, I just I'm a really big fan of lighting. And of, yes, and, are, yeah. and of glowy things, right? And 
the light bright satisfies those where it just adds this extra special magical mood mm-hmm. to the room or when you turn it on it's just wow i made something and not only did i make this drawing but it's also like this piece of artwork that glows mm-hmm. it's got a warmth to it yeah oh man yeah i know it was fun too like when you were building it because you wouldn't build it with the light on because it actually got super hot (laughs) and it would like start smelling like plastic Hmm. because it was made of like incredibly cheap Cheap plastic plastic. (laughs) and like if you had it on for too long it definitely smelled like the the little pegs were starting to melt or something (laughs) if it was just a light bulb in a (gasps) plastic box oh my gosh melting pegs this wasn't on my list but it just reminded me I have to talk about it really quick. Yeah. You know, um, those iron things that you would iron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were super... The beads. Yeah. Those were super fun, too. I those loved those. But if you, like, one wrong move and everything <laughs> was all over the table. And that that was, like, another burnt plasticky thing where you would, like, iron it and then it would just melt. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those are fun. I would definitely do those. Those are fun. Like, if you got me one, I wouldn't be upset about Ooh, it. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. About Lightbright, except I would, I'd welcome one. You'd also like a Lightbright. I'd like a Lightbright. Okay. Um, my number two, Tamagotchi. Yes, the Tamagotchi. Not much to say about this, except that when when they came out and I got one. Um, oh, for those who don't know, a Tamagotchi is basically like this little egg shaped keychain, and it was like a mini, a single miniature game. That you had would, like two buttons on it. It had two buttons on it. That was basically like move the Tamagotchi or like feed the Tamagotchi, pet the Tamagotchi. <laughs> and it was the type of thing where the little creature, the Tamagotchi, would start out as an egg. And you would have to do certain things to raise the Tamagotchi until it would hatch. So like petting it every hour or petting it every 15 minutes. <laughs> And so you would put this on your keychain, like on your backpack, and you'd have to remember to do it throughout the day. And then your Tamagotchi would hatch from the egg and then grow into like a large Pokemon-like creature <laughs> <laughs> into the Tamagotchi. And something about taking care of that Tamagotchi was so satisfying. It was like it set – it paved the way for like modern-day Neopets – you remember mm-hmm. Neopets? Or Farmville. Or Farmville, exactly. It's basically <laughs> Farmville or Neopets before those were a thing. And thinking about it now almost fills me with, like, slight anxiety almost. Like, oh, man, I, I, I can't decide if I think it would be super fun. To have a Tamagotchi right now? Uh, yeah, like on my iPhone or just the actual thing. Or if it would just be super annoying having to log in every 15 minutes and, like, pet this fake creature when we already have we have real, real stressors and real anxieties yeah, to worry about exactly that's what i mean well and then it just abandons you it's like you raise it and you do all the right things and then it leaves right that's like if yeah if you win it leaves if you lose it dies oh okay so winning is it is it, I think it, it, it I abandons think, you i think well yeah like just like in real life like it grows up and it goes <laughs> real life well it doesn't abandon you but it grows up and it grows it grows up and it grows apart i see it doesn't abandon you but it grows apart yeah i you know i think tamagotchis are really cool but come to think of it i don't know if i ever actually had one Mm. i know all of my friends did but i don't know that i did yeah that's it okay um my number one and my winner is the american girl doll (laughs) 
This is not a surprise. And I had two American Girl dolls growing up. I There are many reasons why I like American Girl. I got Jen is getting comfortable in her chair. Like, <laughs> she's about to tell this long story. American Girl is great for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Because they are they all tell a different story. So, the original five, the Fab Five, if you will, wow, yeah. are Felicity, Kirsten, Addie, Samantha, and Molly. Molly sucked. I had no desire to have Molly. I think mm, she was, what? like, from the 1950s. But anyways... <laughs> Poor Molly. The, I think a lot of people liked her because she was super adventurous, but what I like about American Girl is that they're historically accurate. Like, American Girl does not F around with history. Okay. Like, they did so much research to make sure that these dolls were accurate and that their stories were, like, reflective of the actual time period. Hmm. And it wasn't just, like, fluffy stories from the 1920s. It was, like, real stuff. Like, Addie escapes from slavery with her mother. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's the first book. Oh, that's the second thing that I like about American Girl. So, you're not just getting a doll. You're getting, like, a story. So, you can get, like, five or six books per doll that, like, tell their story of the time period. You can get deep into it. Yeah, it's like they have personalities and they have families and they have struggles and all this stuff. And I remember I never had Addie and I think that was a missed opportunity. But I remember reading that story she like lived on a plantation with her mother where she was a slave and they escaped and i remember being so scared you said you only had two of them right not yes. only but i mean two seems like a lot <laughs> oh my actually. god as i grew up i st- i got the magazine until i was like 25 like i don't know how like i couldn't avoid getting the magazine but it was super fun to look at so i don't really care but they're so expensive american girl dolls yeah because were they expensive like, then as They've well? always been expensive. They've always been expensive. Yeah, I think yeah. like a hundred bucks or something. Okay, like yeah. that's not anything to scoff at for a doll. And it's you just it's not just the doll. Like you got to get the book and you got to get a couple outfits. Can I ask? I, I know nothing of doll culture. <laughs> uh, would you say that American Girl dolls are of high quality, or is are they expensive just because they're American Girl no, dolls? They're Do super, you know what I mean? Super high quality. Okay, so they Let are high quality. Let me tell you something interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah. about American Girl dolls. <laughs> Please. If something happens to your doll, if you like its arm pops out of its socket or something, you can send the doll and the arm to American Girl. We are not sponsored, but we would love to be. <laughs> they will fix it and they will send it back with like a fake cast on. And like, no. a, and like a gown, like a, a hospital gown. And like, I'm getting chills. Like, this is such an experience. This never happened to me, unfortunately. But had I known that yeah, this you're... was a thing, I would have broke my doll. On purpose. Uh, on purpose. And like a get well soon card. They send that along. That's awesome. That's it's such a fun thing. touch. Yeah. I, so aside. Okay. So I had Felicity and Kirsten growing up. Um, and then when I was like 23 or 24... They decided to retire Samantha. And everybody knows that Samantha was the best doll. She, like, lived with her rich grandmother. And <laughs> she had, like, long, brown, shiny hair and, like, fancy clothes. And she was the she was the pretty one. She was the one that everyone was like... I want to get Samantha. I want Samantha. She's, like, the rich, think, popular yeah, girl. I think my sister had Samantha. <laughs> Samantha was by far the best. But, like, her story was meh. Well, it was fine. It, <laughs> the others, I think, were a little bit more interesting. But they decided to retire Samantha 
And so I got for Christmas from Santa when I was like 24, the Samantha doll. Samantha doll. And she is still in her box. I have never taken her out. I think she was only taken out because Santa took her out of the box. And she has been put back in her box. And that's where she sits in our storage unit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someday she might be worth a lot. Yeah, I mean, she probably is now. She's probably worth a lot right now. Yeah, yeah probably true. She, she's not in the storage unit. She's in our our unit. She's under lock and key, safely inside. Exactly. Do we even have American Girl dolls? I don't even know. No, but I will never get rid of those dolls. And one giant missed opportunity, this is the last thing I will say sure. about American Girl, is that you can take your dolls to the American Girl store, and they have a hair salon there, and they will do your doll's hair. It's like people there um, that are paid to do doll hair. But the American Girl store at the Mall of America is now closed, which is super sad because I always wanted to bring Kirsten there to get her hair (laughs) rebraided because I could just never get it right. Um, So I might have to take her to Chicago sometime. Oh, yeah. The the famous Chicago American Girl store. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where my original dolls came from, maybe. But anyway, I love American Girl. I think what they're doing is great. I hope they never go out of business, even though I know they're struggling. Are they? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. American but, Classic. That's that would be a shame. Yeah, and they've got um they've got all these new dolls now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like uh like I think Josefina is one of them. She I believe it is like a celebration of Mexican culture. There's Kit Kidrich, which I freaking hated. Because she's not one of the original Fab Five, but she got a movie. And that just annoyed me. Because I didn't think she deserved a movie, because I thought all the others did first. And then there's some others. There's like, um, I can't think of their names. But there's someone from the 1970s, and there's like the girl of the 2000s, and all this fun stuff. Anyway, I will stop talking about American Girl now. (laughs) (laughs) That was a tangent. My number one, my winner is... My number one, my winner is Pokemon cards. Oh, yes. Pokemon cards. No. Pokemon. Pokemon. There's an accent on the E. <laughs> I know. I'm just Poke- no, you're trolling upsetting me. you. Pokemon cards. Um, you know, there. Are, I think there are a few things in life. This is not a joke. There are a few things in life as satisfying as opening up a new, unopened, crisp pack of <laughs> trading cards. I, there's, I don't know. I think it's the... the, the the knowledge that you've probably overspent on something. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that new scent that you so rarely get to smell of, like, mm-hmm. the new cards, the plasticky smell. Oh, yeah. You know it's like I'm the Teflon about? outside. Yep, yep. Oh, man. And as you go through the cards, like most trading cards, Pokemon cards were no different, you go through, and the ones that you see in the beginning are common cards. And as you move towards the back, the Pokemon cards or the cards just get more rare. And so you're always hoping that that last card is going to be some awesome, amazing card or like a holographic card or first edition. What's like an example of like an amazing card? Uh, Of an amazing Pokemon card? Yes. An amazing Pokemon card would be like a first edition Charizard. And now, <laughs> do you know Charizard? I, he's the lizard. He's a lizard, yeah. He's, he's a, orange. He's, he's an orange, fire-breathing dragon lizard. And I actually have a story about Charizard. <laughs> when I was, uh, this was maybe middle school, uh, 
like late middle school, I started like brokering deals between friends. <laughs> My dad always told me I should be taking a chunk of the money, and you know, in hindsight, he was probably right. But I would broker deals between friends to facilitate the sale between each other because <laughs> I was ne- I, I never wanted to give up my Pokemon card, so I wasn't into trading, even though it's a trading card game. Mm-hmm. I just it made me feel weird to give up my cards and like trade. But I would facilitate these trades between other people, and and one time I facilitated a trade for eight dollars. It wasn't actually a trade. It was just, oops, I facilitated an exchange of money, basically. <laughs> Somebody paid $8 um, to purchase someone else's Charizard. First edition Charizard. Would you like... I looked I looked it up before this. If that person still has that Charizard today, and it <laughs> still is kept in mint condition, would you like to know how much that $8 Charizard <laughs> that they bought is worth today? $5,000. Between, yes, pretty much. Between twenty five twenty five hundred and twelve thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Is it this, see? It's this like, person is potentially sitting on thousands of dollars. Imagine if you had that and a rare Beanie Baby, <laughs> and, the Sam- and the original <laughs> Samantha doll. It's just like there's too many things. It's too many things. I I got the trading card game for uh, Game Boy, and it was also so good. If Pokemon trading card game is also just it's a great game. So if you're a fan of, like, Magic the Gathering, if you were into that game, this is very similar to Magic the Gathering, but simpler. Mm. It's nice. It's, it's super fun. Yeah, I never got into Pokemon, um, but it was played on the bus, so I was exposed. Mm. The Game Boy or the, or the card game? Oh, no. The, well, I'm sure the Game Boy, but the card game. The card game yeah, I just yeah. remember the boys trading cards. Yeah, oh, man. It was so fun. I'm sure it was. Yeah. All right. Shall we Let's recap. do a quick recap here? So my number five was Troll Dolls, number four, Marble Run, three, Play-Doh, two, Light Bright, and my winner is the American Girl doll, the Fab Five. My number five was Stretch Armstrong. My number four was Super Soaker, but then I was also reconsidering Playmobil. My number three was Beanie Babies, number two, Tamagotchi. My number one and my winner is Pokemon Cards. So we did... The other day, we did another, like, ask me anything on our Instagram. Did we? Yes, we did. (laughs) And I thought maybe, like, if we get enough questions, we're approaching our 100th episode. Maybe we can use those questions in the 100th episode. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Well, unfortunately, that's not going to happen because we got two questions. um, And so I thought we could just do them now. Oh, sure. Um, one of the questions, I don't have like the exact question in front of me, but it was basically like, if you ever need a guest for a Harry Potter episode, Mm -hmm. can I be that guest? Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Cool. If you were that person that asked that, just stay tuned. November. (laughs) November is Harry Potter season. We've done, um, a ranking of the Harry Potter movies, but there's a lot of different Harry Potter things we can do. Totally. So we'll be in touch. Okay. Instagram messenger. Asking you shall receive. Yeah, no kidding. And the second question, I think, could actually be an episode. So let me ask the question, and then you'll ask. Do you have any hobbies? Do I have any hobbies? Not not just you, like both yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should you want me to answer now, or do you want to save that? I don't know. Should we do? Should we do a hobby episode? Sure, I'd love to do a hobby episode. Okay. Really quickly, I could just share my my main two passions outside of work are. Uh, photography and music production. With photography, I particularly like doing landscapes, but so does every photographer. So aside from landscapes, I really like portraits. 
and uh, astrophotography is uh, a goal of mine in the future. For music production, I like to produce hard rock music or any music that has a guitar in it. Just a big fan of the guitar. Um, yeah. On the photography side, Joey forgot to mention that he also enjoys taking photos of the back of my head. As that is the Instagram trend. <laughs> That's true. So I do. I do love. People are showing their face a little bit more. We're gonna have to. We're gonna so have I'm to gonna switch. Have to, to I'm gonna have to trends. work on my face. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'll not... work on my face capturing. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to share any of my hobbies here. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna do it later. Yeah. Grace, go 